Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Greeting from Seattle. Thank you so much for spending time with me in the ministry advice. I come to you today because I want to encourage you and help you to be the successful minister of the gospel in this generation. The Lord Jesus Christ has spoken to me many things regarding the ministry. He wants all of us to be successful, fruitful, and effective in doing the work of God, that the glory, the honor, and the praises will go to Him. We live in this world for only relatively brief period of time, and after this we will go and live in heaven with Him for eternity. While we are on earth here, we run the race, we fight the good fight of faith, we walk the love walk, and we endure hardships and do the best to give glory to our loving Father and to our Master and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Before I give you practical aspect regarding financial management, I would like to read many scriptures first. In Luke chapter 1, Verses 71 to 75. The Bible say that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our enemies might serve Him without fear in holiness and righteousness before Him all the days of our life. God wants us to serve Him in holiness all the days of our life. Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 to 15. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. God wants us to be blameless and harmless in this crooked world. Job chapter 17, verse 9, Yet the righteous will hold to his way, and he who has clean hands will be stronger and stronger. Psalm chapter 24, 
verses 3 to 4. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. All these passages of the scripture tell us to live a holy life, to have a pure heart and clean hands, to live a blameless life, righteous life, before the eyes of God and before the eyes of people. As minister, we need to deal with finances on a regular basis, especially if you are a local church pastor or a director of certain ministry, or you are evangelists that receive love offering, it's so important that you need to have a pure heart and clean hands toward the money that God has given into your hand. I want to really encourage you to be faithful tithers, to be honest in the financial management. Don't cheat God even one penny in the budget that you have in your ministry. Don't manipulate or use any tricks to get money into your own pocket. Be honest before the eyes of God. Be holy and righteous in financial management. Don't touch God's money unlawfully or unrighteously. Definitely, you need to build up a budget in your ministry and use that money with a clean hand to do the work of the ministry to expand the kingdom of God. If you are a local church, when the offering comes in and the money is counted on Sunday or after the service, make sure that two persons who are not related or close friends or family members or relatives count the money together. You choose faithful people who have no bad history regarding finances to be the responsible person that count the money. And after they both count the money, they put in the number of the amount and sign together and right away put money in the safe, in a very safe place. Both of them need to sign together. Don't use only one person to count the money because you allow temptation to come into his or her heart to do something bad to the offering which belongs to the Lord. And you should come up with a budget and spend money wisely. The senior pastor should not be the one who signed the check of your church. You should have a financial committee who have the authority to sign the check. And the check should be signed by two persons. Maybe you have three persons sign the check. And every check can be signed by two out of the three. The reason you have three because one person may be out of town. And every expense should be recorded 
have the receipt, have a clear recording of the expenses and the income, have a clear recording of the money in the ministry or in the local church. If any money that's spent out of the budget, you should have a committee that agree with one another. That we're gonna spend this big amount of money to buy certain thing or to do certain thing, you don't make unilateral decision yourself to spend money. You should have a committee. The committee should be committed members, faithful, honest, filled with the Holy Spirit, have good reputation and good track record. That they are not bad people who use to cheat money or do something illegally. This committee should be either five or seven people or nine people, so that when they pray together and vote to spend money, there will be like three or two. Two, if two say no, three say yes. Something like that should not be four people or six people. It should be nine, seven, or five people. Another important. Thing to protect yourself from being condemned or being accused regarding financial management is that if the church or the ministry want to give money to you personally, maybe a birthday gift or a special fund for your vacation or to buy a car for you, the committees that you work together on a regular basis, your eldership. Or your financial department or deacon that meet together on a regular basis to make decision regarding money should not be the one who say yes to that budget that give directly to you or even to them. In the church or ministry, you should set up another group of committee, separate from this group, to pray together. You can tell them the reason. This committee tell this committee the reason why this money should be given to you, to your wife, or to anybody in the eldership group that have meeting on a regular basis. And this group of people will pray together and come with agreement and sign the paper. Yes, we agree that the gift of, for example, two hundred dollars should be given to the senior pastor for his birthday. The reason we need to have a separate group of committee. Is that the church need to protect you from being accused of making decision to give money to yourself or to your friend in the eldership when you have meeting all the time? The group of eldership can be so close together to become close friend, and you don't want the member to say that oh, you vote for one another to give money to one another. You should have a separate group of committee to make that decision, and the church should set up a day once a year. To show the income and the expense of the church, and show the budget of next year to all the members who are interested in knowing the financial management in the church. Everything should be in the light. We should have the financial record and financial conclusion or report, maybe every quarter or every month, on the bulletin board that people can ask any question. The money spent this way and that way, everything should be very clean, and people can ask the question. 
and show them the budget of next year. In this way, people who donate money to you will trust you. God will trust you that you are honest and faithful. People in your congregation would trust you to pay tithe to the local church there or to your ministry. When people trust you, they are willing and happy to give. Sometimes I have to admit to you, Pastor and I want to support some ministry, but we have to think very carefully of sending a big amount of money to that ministry because I found out that that ministry have no committee at all. No one have a check and balance with the head of the ministry. The head of the ministry make his own decision how to spend money. No financial report. Nothing. After the end of the year, we don't know what happened to the ministry regarding the financial management. So we dare not send a big amount of money to donate to that ministry because we don't know what's going on. We rather send money to the ministry or the church that we trust in their financial management. In conclusion, be wise, be honest, be holy, righteous, blameless in your financial management in your church and in your ministry. May the Lord give you wisdom. May the Lord provide for you super abundantly to get the job done for Him, what He called you to do, and God's given dream to you to do the Great Commission, to be a part of the big body of Christ, shall be fulfilled, shall be so prosperous and successful, and millions of souls shall be saved, shall grow up spiritually, and revival shall happen because of your life. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this ministry advice. I will meet you next time in another subject. God bless you, strengthen you, and shower His favor upon you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Friends.
for you, Lord.